0: Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner Matt Story, and this is my favorite episode.
1: That's a good one. It's a good one. It's a yearly tradition. Uh, if we were so inclined, and I could be, should go back and you know see how we've done in the past on record projections, and and uh, you know at least the ones we've recorded. We've been doing yeah. this before we were recording,
0: uh, but we've we got, been doing what, this uh, since we six, were seven
1: years worth of recording.
0: So. Yeah, and we got another year coming. I just got the notice that our uh, subscription stuff renewed, so we're nice, nice, so okay. good to go for another year. But good uh, stuff,
1: good stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been kind of doing this since we were at ASU, I think. In, yeah, in one form or another. Yeah. Uh, but definitely on record since I think at least the 2015 season. I know we did in 2015. Yeah. Because uh, that was the year I picked us to make the college football playoff. So did Kirk Herbstreit. Neither of us were right.
0: Yet um, he still but, got to uh, be on ESPN and you haven't know, been on ESPN since.
1: Right, right. Totally unfair. He gets more profile, I get less. But uh yeah, I mean, you know, uh I know last year's, uh, you know, last year we got to give ourselves a little bit of a pass. We we uh I think we both projected us to go 6 and 0 when the when the schedule was finally underway. Uh, uh, you know, that was a
0: well, they, are you know. but also a shot in the dark. Like, I mean, who, who knew? Um, well, and, you know, and knew in we, theory, they could have gone four and you they know, they, they, they were in have. the yes. two losses and they, you know, had the lead in the fourth quarter in, the th- in both. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, you know, who, who would have guessed
1: that three of those six games on the schedule would not be played. And then we play a, an extra game there at the end uh, against Oregon state. And, you know, it's uh, what, what it is, but uh, yeah, luckily we're, we're in a, a season that's starting on time, and we've had a regular spring practice and a regular fall practice, and you know some some off-field stuff that has made things a little bit adventurous. But uh, you know we're 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 slated to open the season in 14 days, which is more like it.
0: Yeah, the uh, the off-field stuff. I, I will say when we did our Pac-12 preview, and we both talked up ASU, that was. Sure. Uh, Post Adam Brenneman, but pre Prentice Gill and Chris Hawkins, Uh, it was also pre Jermaine LoLay, who was out for a few months, if not the year,
1: if not the whole season. And that's the one. Like losing the other two coaches, you're right. We did it before that was official. I don't. I I mean, I won't speak for you, but I pretty much saw that coming. Uh, You know, so I, I I made my projections then, and that's not affected by that. Uh, the low lay injury is obviously a different story.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was the anchor of that line for all the. Yeah. Uh, it, it was one of those things that you and I have talked about year in and year out. There's some positions where when you can just not worry about a guy, right. you know, it lets you know it lets you think about wow, what a what a spring Michael Mattis is having, right. or right. you know, are they going to be able to put together the same sort of edge pressure? Because you just didn't worry about Lole. He was just right. gonna be there, clogging up the middle, making it yeah, easy yeah, for everyone yeah. else. <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, he's been very good for three years. Um,
1: you know, obviously last year was a short year, but uh, he was very solid even from his freshman year. And and uh, it's disappointing. I mean, it's disappointing mostly for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he was slated to, you know, hopefully have a really good year. Now I know he could potentially come back next year. Um, you know, he's got the extra year. So he, he would, and, you know, I guess if he doesn't play this year, he could also, he could have up to two extra years.
0: Yeah,
1: and if he only we'll can see. play for yeah. four
0: games, I mean, even True. if he doesn't come back till November, it still that's could a good be point. a technical yeah. red shirt.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. So who knows? I mean, we, you know, uh, I mean hopefully he comes back at the end of the year. I mean, ideally, uh, and, and obviously the point of this uh, recording is to go game by game and do our season projection, um, ideally, we're you know we're in something a really good position in November, and maybe he comes back and gives us a boost. Uh, that would be good. But you know, I'll say this: uh, I mean, while it while it stinks that he's hurt, um, uh, you know, I, I texted you this a few days ago. You're gonna you know I'm gonna say the same thing I said in the text. Uh, no excuses this year. No. um If if your roster is so dependent on one guy then you've done a poor job of roster construction.
0: Well and, and and immediately you saw the pivot to, well, next man up, Omar Norman Lot's right. ready. He's good, right. he's ready. Okay, good. Right. He needs to be. So he better be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the thing. Like
1: that this is year four of this crew and all we've heard is that we recruited better and we have more depth and we have more guy you know, and so this is a chance to prove it. And there's going to be other injuries. I mean, Jermaine Lole is not going to be the only projected starter that misses time. Hopefully he's the only – I mean, Knockwood, he's the most severe injury we have. Nobody else, you know, misses extensive time. But, you know, it's football. Guys get hurt, and you've got to be able to replace – I mean, Alabama won the national championship last year with one of their best players, a a top-10 draft pick, missing most of the season. A guy hurt early in the year, came back to the championship game, gave him a little bit, you know, with Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU had some key guys injured, and they were one of the best teams ever in 2019. So, you know, you you got to be able to weather the storm because everybody has a storm. And and so, you know, if um, in you know week week one and two we have uh, you know Daniels, the entire offensive line, all three running backs, uh, three receivers, and all of them are out, then okay, maybe we can evaluate like, well, okay, there's an excuse there. But one, two, three injuries, no, you you got to be able to just Pick up and move on because it's football. Everybody's going to have them.
0: I was listening to something. A point they made was uh, two games less than a full season should be considered a full season for a running back because of just how the sport has moved. And I think that's, uh, I think, other than quarterback, you could almost make that argument for any position.
1: Probably so.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you expect your quarterback. Hopefully, I mean, obviously guys get hurt, but the way the position is protected, both in
1: practices and officiating. You know, in games, officiating, and you know, just the way the game is played, it's not unrealistic to think your quarterback should be able to play every snap you need him to play. But mm-hmm. yeah, every other spot, you know, it's, it's going to happen. If you get, you know, 12, 13, 14 starts out of, out of your, you know, defensive line, offensive line, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll, you'll get some. But, you know, like, it's just going to happen. And, again, this is where depth needs to pay off. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've heard about Omar Norman Lot. We've got Shannon Foreman, who's been around for feels like about a decade, um, uh, you know. And, and so there's guys who can do it. Are they
2: as good as Lole? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But that means other guys have to step up, too. That means
1: Merlin Robertson needs to be the ball buster that he was as a freshman. Uh, it means that, you know, Tyler Johnson needs to be a force and stay on the field himself because he's had injury problems, you know, uh, guys like that, yeah. you know, raise your game with the other guy out.
0: Yeah, it is interesting and we'll, and we'll get into it a little bit. I'm sure about the linebacking core, uh, being considered the, the third level in terms of yeah. preparedness for the season. It's like, yeah, I, I expect a lot from the linebackers this year, I, I agree. And, you know,
1: uh, yeah, plenty of returning experience.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: two guys who have been three-year starters. Uh, Kyle Soeli has been around a bit, you know. I mean, like you know, like yeah, there's maybe not the depth in that group that there is supposed to be on the D line and, and the secondary.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, with
1: with the, with the whole secondary coming back and then the recruits. All we've the got,
0: freshmen and redshirt freshmen we have, right?
1: You know, feels like that's a very deep spot. Feels like D line is is deeper, and that's good. We're already. You know, got to learn a little bit about his depth right now with low layout. Linebacker feels a little more shallow, but the top end guys, yeah. I, I mean, if those guys are healthy and play the majority, you know, uh, or all of the season, I think that should be a strength as well.
0: I absolutely agreed. Well, let's talk about the season. Uh, and obviously we'll, as we go through this, we'll pepper in thoughts about other things. Sure. Um, the non-conference schedule kicks off with Southern Utah two weeks from tonight. Uh, Pac-12 Network game. Yeah, miss those. Yeah, it it should be a win. There's just no two it.
1: has gotta be. Not only is it Southern Utah, but I I noticed this. Um, I was just you know looking at the like, games for week zero. They have one, so we get them with with a, a short week. They play San Jose State on Saturday the twenty eighth. So not only do we play an FCS team but we play an FCS team that is going to be on 5 days rest, 4 days rest I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that should be a I mean that should be a glorified scrimmage in all honesty. That should be a game that you know you you could get some young guys, you know, those that 4 game limit. That should be game 1 for a lot of those guys.
0: Yeah, um, you'd like to you think know. that this is a half for Daniels. Unless unless you need yes. him to get in rhythm with the receivers or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I mean, this is a this is a game to see Finn Collins. I mean, I know, I know. Apparently, and and I'm still okay. Let's settle this. Do we know the pronunciation for Borgette, Borgay? What what is it? I'm saying
0: Borgette until I hear it
1: otherwise. Okay, so we'll go with that for now. Uh, I know he's supposed to be the number two quarterback. That's a game where, like, I mean, maybe kind of like a preseason game. If he's your number two and he's been around for a while and he has, maybe you know. You get him in for a series in the third quarter, and then the rest should go to your to your rookie, quote unquote. Uh, you know, get him some reps because you may need him. Yeah. Um, and if you don't need him this year, hopefully you don't. You know, he's, you expect he's, him
0: to compete next year for the starting. At the very
1: le- yeah, at the very least, competing for the job. And so any any you know in game reps, yeah. Uh, so I yeah, that'd be a game I'd like to see some of him. Um, you know, now look, we've two years ago. I remember we opened with. I believe it was Kent State and Sacramento State. Mm -hmm. And we had this very same conversation, and neither game played out that way.
0: Yeah, Kent State turned out to be a decent team. Well, and that Um, was a freshman making his first career start. It was. It was.
1: It was. I mean, it was a little different. You know, the scenario's different. This is a more veteran team all around. Um, You know, and Kent State turned out to be decent. They went to a bowl game that year, I remember. Uh, Sac State was an FCS team, but a, but a higher-end FCS team made the playoffs, I believe.
2: So, mm-hmm.
1: you know, like, they weren't horrible teams, but nonetheless, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not just uh, totally chalking it up, but, but that's what it should be. If this team is what they're supposed to be, you take care of business in the first half, you have a, you know, 28, 35-point lead, and you, you, you know, are able to get a lot of young guys their first run uh, without a lot of pressure.
0: You you brought up Borgett and Collins. I I want to get your sense on this. If Daniels goes out, you know, heaven forbid, rolls an ankle yeah. or something in in the middle of a game, I I think Borgett comes in, yes. no questions asked. But if Daniels is missing a week and you know yeah. that going into the week, I I think they might go Collins. You know? I think they
1: could. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. It feels like. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say. But it, it feels like based on, you know, Herm's comment about, you know, he's a guy who and I like the analogy, he's a guy who gets you singles, you know, that that they would feel comfortable with Borgett for finishing out a game, maybe even one game, you mm-hmm. know, but like remember the what was it uh, two, two years ago when Daniels missed the USC game and it was kind of questionable leading up to it. He didn't play. Uh, Joey Yellen got the start. That feels like it was like twenty years ago, but mm-hmm. it was only two seasons. Uh, you know, in a situation like that, but it, but yeah, worst case scenario, you know, Daniels gets hurt and he's out multiple weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I think then that's where you you know, you maybe think about okay, who who's the high end guy, and it feels like Collins has a higher ceiling, yeah. uh, but also you know lower floor to use those
0: cliches. Right now at least. You yeah. know, but he's a he's a true freshman. He
1: could come in and throw four picks and a half yeah. without surprising anybody.
0: But I he think can also throw
1: four touchdowns in a game.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's if it who it is who you're playing. If it's Oregon State, yeah, Bourget is fine. If uh, yeah. if, if it's yeah. USC and and you need that game, yeah. You might go yeah. Collins. Hopefully yeah. it's Daniels yeah. all the way across, but
1: going to say hopefully none of this matters you know i mean i I feel like you know if Lole felt like one of the most important players i don't think it's much of a stretch and and not just being like a you know lazy fan that says the quarterback is the most important player to say that he's the most important player this year the depth we have is okay but it's it's completely unproven totally and completely unproven yeah so it feels like you know for this season to meet expectations, he needs to meet expectations, and that includes being on the field for every game.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like that's the spot. You know, if we drop a running back, we're fine. Sure. If we drop yeah. a receiver, we're fine. If we drop we a corner, okay. we're okay. Yeah, an you offensive know.
1: lineman, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we have pretty solid depth there. Yeah, but that quarterback, and, and look, I mean, you could say that at a lot of places. But but I think especially when you look at the makeup of this team, if you look at you know Oklahoma, we'll just throw them in there. You know, Rattler's getting a lot of buzz; he's a Heisman favorite. If he gets hurt, they have you know the the, one of the top you know five star quarterbacks in the pipeline. They have a guy who was there last year as a backup. It feels like they'd probably be okay for a game or two or three. But I don't think we're in that position. If, If Daniels goes out for any extended time, it's bad.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, moving on City of Tempe night home against UNLV on ESPN2 you can watch it from your home
1: yes yes Uh, And, and if you're unless you're an ASU fan whose fandom only goes back to the last decade you should be just a tad bit on edge about that one because there's a season in our recent past 2008 where we started in the top 25 and had a lot of expectations and we had a early season. It was week three that time, but early season visit from a bad UNLV team, and the, the you know it did go well for lack of a better way to say it. And the end was was right around the corner for that era, that team, everything. Mm-hmm. I don't expect that to happen here, but it does make me nervous. A little PTSD.
0: Yeah, this is a chance to you know return some balance to the universe with yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, UNLV is not expected to do much this season. No, um, so that I think that's Haven't a win. A long time. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's been a it's been quite a while since UNLV has been even a you know competent Mountain West team, a, you know a, a bowl team. I don't know their last winning season. Yeah. Uh, it's been a rough minute. Um, yeah, I know they've got they've got a couple of former high profile quarterbacks. Justin Rogers from TCU and the, the great Tathan Martell, who's been at, associated with like five different colleges in his time. Mm-hmm. Don't know who will be the quarterback when we play him. Probably not Martell because he's a, a late addition. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't even think he started practicing with him yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it should be a win. It needs to be. You know, those, those first two games should be fairly straightforward wins.
0: Yeah. And then we get to the first road test, traveling to Provo. Um, it's an ESPN game against BYU. The Cougars were pretty solid last year, but they had a yeah. first-round quarterback, and now they don't. So, right,
1: right, yeah, this is it the... might be uh, might be quarterbacked by a by an Arizona boy. One of the one of the guys in the mix, Jacob Conover, was
0: a Hamilton kid. I remember. Mm-hmm. This is to me. If you're a good team, the kind of opening road test you want. This is not going to be the friendliest place to play, but you're staying in the time zone. Yeah, you're not. It's not a far trip by any means, and they're not great. You should be able to just handle your business and get your yeah. first road game out yeah. of the
1: way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree much more. Uh, I think it's I think it's the first you know pivot point of the season. You, you should be able to win the first two games without even really playing all that well. Um, this is, you know, it's on the road, and and it's a it's a good team. Not a great team, but a good team. And it's um, a
0: decent uh, atmosphere there.
1: It is. It is, yeah. You've yeah,
0: seen but, that with the Utah games.
1: Exactly, yes. Yes, so it's not easy, but it's also not going into, you know, Florida or LSU or or, you know, Ohio State or something like that. It's not going I to mean, Oklahoma it, you know, State. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it, it's it's a team you should beat, and if you're the team that this team is supposed to be, you win that game. You know, a 7-5 and five team loses this game. Mm-hmm. A 10-win team does not. Uh, you know, so, I mean, that that's why I say it's the first kind of pivot point for where does this season go, because if there's a September game, I mean, I'm not going out on a huge limb. It's the only road game. Um, if, if there's a September game you're going to lose, I think this is the most likely, but I still don't think you should. I, I said this last week or we, one of the weeks recently, we talked, like, this team needs to start 4-0. Yeah, and the, You know, I mean, anything less is going to be a red flag in a, in a major way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it makes me nervous because, you know, ASU on the road has never been really something you could feel super confident about But, uh, you know, all I can say is, you know, you should win that game. And that's that's what I'm going
0: with. I agree. I got that as a win. So then we return home September 25th. Pac-12 opener against Colorado. Um, If you're going to win the South, you must win this game. Sure.
1: You got to win, you know,
0: most of your South games. Well, And and it's a home game. And Colorado is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're they're better than Arizona.
1: Yeah. But that's yeah, but you know, not projected fifth in the division, new quarterback, you know, their starter from last year's at Oregon State now, the and one of the guys who who was competing for the job, I guess just had a knee injury, you know, maybe out for the whole season, the Tennessee transfer shroud. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's probably going to be Brendan Lewis by default. Um, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, the running back's good, Broussard, uh, he had a heck of a year last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, again, you look at the way the opening of the season unfolds, that's a pretty good first conference game at home against a team that's not expected to be very good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, if you're going to win the South, you, uh, you need to win most of your division games, if not all of them. I mean, I, I'll say this, like, you know, I guess I should have said it before we even started, you know, looking at the home away split, I feel like we got to go minimum six and one at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, just looking at the opponents, it's, it's not a brutal home schedule. You know, we talked about ULV in Southern Utah, you get Colorado and Arizona at home. That's the five and six teams in the South preseason. You get Stanford. Washington State at
0: home, Stanford,
1: neither one of those teams are supposed to be great.
0: And USC, and USC.
1: you know, USC is, is the one that uh, at least by projection should be the toughest, mm-hmm. but they're not, you know, they're not USC of 2005 or Oregon of 2011 or something like that, you know? So. I think 6 and 1, 7 and 0 oh at home is, you know, 6 and 1 minimum. I mean, 7 and 0 oh is really my my expectation.
0: For what this team should do, it's mandatory, but that's another story. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> so true. We uh we take the the road to play UCLA at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena in October. The calendar turns over. This is a game again to be what we expect Mm -hmm. the team to be and what they have set themselves up in in their you know we're not talking about todd graham they didn't that you know we're not speaking victory but (laughs) but they have projected this is the time yeah this is the year it was supposed to be last year and this year well last year was a wash and next year looks like it could be a disaster who knows yeah with ncaa crackdowns and who could leave right so this is it yeah, great. Yeah, so you got to win this game. I have this as a win. I have a starting five and zero.
1: Yeah, I I do too. But I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on everything you said, and I and I think I'm with you on what you implied but didn't say, which is it's not a gimme game. No, you know, like I mean UCLA's a, they're an intriguing team to me. Like short of short of Clemson and Georgia in week one, that might be the most interesting game is them at LSU for me. There's some other really good games, but, you know, LSU's got some question marks. Is their defense better? Uh, You know, Max Johnson's going to be the core. And I think the expectation is like, oh, they're going to go out there and take care of business. No problem. I'm not so sure. UCLA's got a good offense. They can score points like, you know, that, that could be a tricky one. And, you know, I'm I'm very fascinated. They beat us last
0: year. They did. And, you know, (laughs) I, I know that this is a make or break year for Chip Kelly, too, but, yeah, you know, his first year, they looked overmatched. Oh, completely. Yeah. All over. Now, you know, last year, it wasn't perfect by any stretch. No, But they looked no. like a team that, you know, they were starting to figure things out, and things started yeah. clicking a little. This is, a little bit, a little you bit, know, yeah.
1: And that's why I find them interesting this year, because if their defense is able to just improve by a little bit, yeah. They could be, a, you know, they could be a nine or 10 win team. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if they will be. I mean, I'm not saying I think that'll happen. But, you know, how? I mean, they went three and four last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, they blew the game at, at the end against USC. They blew the game at the end against Stanford. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that season should have been better and you know oh, they, and then they got if they're some,
0: five and two they're probably getting more love in the right, conference preseason top vote.
1: 25 maybe even yeah. yeah yeah you know i mean they got a veteran quarterback he's been around a while he's had a lot of you know ups and downs but he's you know he's he's pretty good i don't i don't think he's great necessarily but he's pretty good
0: i think he's comfortably so, yeah. in that tier behind slovis and daniels
1: yeah i'd say so yeah i mean given given that a lot of teams are Either breaking in new starters or guys who only started last year, so they only have a few games under their belt. I think I think Slovis Daniels and Thompson Robinson are pretty clearly one, two, three in mm-hmm. the conference at least going into the season. Doesn't mean yeah. it'll stay that way. I mean, you know, Oregon obviously has some good quarterbacks, and so no, you know, but going into the season, it, it's tough to make a case for anybody else. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a. I got it as a win too. Um, because again, my expectations are very high for this year and, and it's another one sort of like BYU that if you're going to be that team, you, you've got to win these games. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, not an intimidating it, place to play.
1: Not at all. So not at all. You know? So yeah, I mean, we, and we've recently had success there, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we won there in 2013 to clinch the division. I believe we won there in 2015 against Rosen. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to remember 2019 what did we do in 2019 there
0: i feel like we won because they were so bad
1: they were although i think we if i okay i'm testing my memory here but wasn't that the week that you and i went to alabama and we got beat pretty soundly up there
0: uh you are correct we lost 42 32
1: yeah and it and it wasn't even that close from what i remember it was like we were down by maybe you know twenty plus in the fourth, and we got a couple cosmetic scores. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was because I remember that you and I were at the Alabama game following the score. Like, what is going on? But nonetheless, you know, of of late, it hasn't been a terrible place for us to go. Uh, and you're right, just in general. I mean, the Rose Bowl's a great stadium, but it's a really <laughs> but, great stadium on January first yeah, when not there's when two it's other half teams there. Right, right. You know, so it, yeah, it's not. It's not altogether imposing. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I got it got it at five and zero coming out of that. So I'm with you.
0: And and then here to me begins. Well, UCLA probably is the gatekeeper for the hardest stretch of the season. These five yeah. games are critical. Yeah. You know there it's at UCLA, home to Stanford, at Utah. There's a bye week there, and yeah. then home to Washington, home to Washington State and USC right. and USA. Yeah, yeah. I, I have us kicking that off with a win against UCLA. The Friday game against Stanford, short week, but I think we can beat this Stanford team. I, it, I agree. You know. I agree. Yeah. And and, yeah. and frankly, David Shaw gave a little bit of fodder for the bulletin board in the off season. He did. He did. You know. True, true.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, they should they should use that and, and I'm looking, Stanford is it you know, plays the previous Saturday too. Mm-hmm. So the, the rest is the same. And they play Oregon the previous Saturday, so a, a tough game, uh, you know. So I, I, yeah, I think we should win that game. Um, you know, I don't think this is going to be a vintage Stanford team of, of the last you know ten years. Um, and then looking at this team, and and you know, obviously guys emerge, but it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of like real big time difference makers with the Stanford team. You know, there's there's not the Andrew Lux or the Toby Gerhards or the. You know, Bryce loves, uh, you know, the, the tight end, the position that's been so good, they've churned about, like, you know, you don't see that at least right now. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, again, home game, uh, you know, I, I gave it away already. I pretty much have us winning every home game, and I think we need to.
0: Yeah. For me, the, the first stumble is the next week, Saturday at Utah. At, you know, it, it's hard. This is yeah. hard for me because I I will tell you I know that we picked them to win the South, but I think they're <laughs> gonna have to do it in a messy way based on how uh, I yeah. picked their individual schedule. So I have them losing <laughs> at Utah.
1: Yeah, it's funny because it's almost like you're in my head. Uh, I have the I had the exact same thought. I, I I went through just you know to start out with I just went through game to game win loss win loss you know and and this was the first one I had as a loss. And and then I thought, okay, well, does that mean we can't win this out based on what I've got? But I looked at Utah's schedule, and I should I should uh, get it in front of me because I I think I think Utah's a good team, but I think Utah can lose two or three games very easily. Um, they've got let me let me get to it. Hold on, here we go.
0: Great radio. They've got at,
1: they've got at USC. Mm-hmm. They've got Oregon. They've got. UCLA at home, obviously, you know. They go to Stanford. They go to Oregon State. Like, I mean, you can you can find a path to three conference losses there, even with not losing this game. So, yeah, I've got that as a loss, too. I wanted to go the other way, but I, you know, it's one of those where I feel like there's enough uh, coin flips that i picked to go our way, whether it be at BYU, at UCLA, maybe even Stanford that I feel like, you know, eventually the coin flips the other way, and this feels like one of those.
0: So that brings us to the bye week. Six and one at the bye week, I can sign off yeah. on.
1: Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I would take that. Um, uh, you know, I I think I think anything less than five and two would be a pretty big disappointment. Yes. I, you know, because that... If we're three losses, that means we've either lost a home game, which I don't believe we should, in these first four, or we've dropped all three on the road, and I don't believe we should do that either. You know that that's that's not good enough. Again, you can win every home game and be you know eight four, but this year's not supposed to be eight four. This is this is supposed to be. I believe you know my expectation is is
0: minimum of nine, but really ten wins. Yeah. I I'm I think you and I are going to wind up with the exact same record and, and exact same outcomes. <laughs> it's possible. Homecoming, Washington State. You don't pick a team for homecoming unless you think you can beat them. That's a win. For me, it should
1: be. Yeah, I know. You were you were a little higher on Washington State when we did the division picks, correct? If I remember yeah.
0: right. I and, uh, and I think they're good. I I you know I think they'll be better. But yeah. I think that have you know. They're coming to us. If this game was reversed, I'd be a lot more concerned. Talk to me about the November 20th game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. I mean, you know, they're they're one of those teams. I mean, I know Leach isn't the coach anymore, but they feel kind of the same. Like, they're going to be able to throw for a lot of yards. And
0: as a result
1: of that, they're going to score points. Yeah. But the key is, you know, the defense isn't great. And, and, you know, if they can if you can get them to throw for empty yards, you know, they, who cares if they throw for 500 yards if they only score 21 points?
0: Yeah. Um, if you, you hold know, them to so field goals. And, yeah. and, and the it's other thing, with our line and running backs and quarterback, mm-hmm. we should be able to control time of possession yeah. and keep their defense on the field a lot. Agreed. You Agreed. Know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're a tricky opponent because of, of that feel like, well, you know, they're going to spread it out. They're going to throw it a lot. Uh, You can't win a, you know, a grind it out, you know, 14, 10 game against them. But uh, I don't think you have to, I mean, I don't, you know, I think this defense is really good. I think it's a strength of ours, but I don't think we have to be a defense heavy team. We know we should be good on offense too. So yeah, I, I have that as a win as well.
0: That leads us to the Salute to Service and Family Weekend game, November sixth against USC, the prohibitive favorite to win the South. I have day, a, s- a
1: day after another big event.
0: Yeah, but you know, look, your your I, personal
1: status will have changed by that day. No.
0: I'm glad that we're that I'm getting married on not <laughs> a game weekend uh, day. <laughs> Like it, yeah, they least. play, yes. they yes. play great. the next day. I'll see what happens, but I'll, it won't ruin the day. Like, look, what if, right. what if we got married on the sixth and then, right. you know, halfway through the mother son dance, I find out that we're down 14, <laughs> nothing. That's going to, I'm going to have bad pictures with my face. Exactly. looking very upset.
1: Or at the, you know, at the, uh, you know, and the, during the reception, USC wins on a last-second field goal, or something like that. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want devastation. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. And hey, for you know a certain guest at said wedding, it works out fairly well. Uh, you know, I can I can go to the wedding. I can be there for everything, and then I can come back up hundred miles up I ten and see the men of Troy in Tempe, as I have every year since two thousand five, when they made their first visit here when we were sophomores.
0: Yeah, this team is not that 2005 team, but I, I fear the outcome will be the same. I have USC winning this game. Do you?
1: Okay, well, so we don't have the same uh, the same results because I have us winning that game. Um, well, we may get to the same end record, I don't know. But uh, uh, I have us winning. I just, I don't know, I, I'm not sold on SC. I said that when we did the division picks Um uh, and and you know it's a home game. And again, my big focus for me as I looked at this schedule was we need to win every home game because mm-hmm. uh, the road games, none of them are gimmies. And and so I feel like you know we got to protect the home stadium. And and you know so I'm going with a win on that. I got us
0: eight and one. You're eight and one. I'm seven and two. We travel to Seattle, November thirteenth. Yeah. To take on the Huskies. I have this as a win. Okay, um, so I'm going opposite there as well. Okay. I
1: have this as a loss. I, I don't I don't feel great about this one. Well a, it's a good team. I mean, first of all, it's a good opponent. Um and it's a tough place to play and weather could be a factor and you
0: know, well certainly and it cold, also in theory you we're coming off of in your schedule right. a big win.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I mean I just that that feels that feels to me like the toughest game on the schedule. Uh, you know, isolated, not looking at who's injured and, you know, whatever, but just, just, you know, one game at a time. I feel like that's the toughest draw on the schedule going to Seattle in November is a, is a tricky one. And I, I think Washington's going to be pretty good. I do I, I almost, you know, went with the upset, picked them to win the North. I, I didn't have the guts to, um, but I, I think they're a uh, nine, 10 win team as well. Probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough uh, to make good on my ASU winning the South. I need right. them to win that game. So <laughs> yeah, they're see, winning that
1: game, and and that you know might get it why I have SC because I looked and thought, can we really win the South by losing to both SC and Utah? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, is it possible? Sure, uh, tie. You know, if, if both of those teams, you know, but my thought was, okay, I think Utah loses three. So if we lose two, we're okay. And if even if Utah loses only two, maybe we get into a three-way tie situation and we still get that, that tiebreaker win.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I see where you're coming from. The The hard part is USC also misses Oregon. And Do the, they?
1: Okay, I didn't realize that.
0: And okay. that's not yeah. great. It's not.
1: It's not, no. No, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I went with that. Now you know. Look, uh, am I overly confident about SC? No, certainly not. But um, you know, I felt like I felt like in a way to get, to get to my end result, which is us winning the South.
0: Yeah, you uh, have to you have it, to back you have to reverse you engineer. You to, do. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's and it's easier to withstand a, a road loss to Washington than another inner division loss.
0: Yeah. Uh, November 20th, this is the trap game. This is oh, the House trap of game Wars. of trap yeah. games.
1: Yeah, yeah. I almost, I mean, like this is one of those, and I, trust me, I do not mean this, but this is almost one of those where like, yes, please lose to Washington. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't come in there 9-1 and one and, you know, cruising to, you know, a top five in the country spot in Corvallis because I just, yeah, I'll have to take antacids all week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just... It would not be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, I do not mean that. Would I love us to go in there 10-0 and 0 for sure? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, going going in there is just, uh, yeah. I mean, we've won there the last couple times. Yeah. Hey, last um,
0: year in a meaningless game, we pounded yeah, them.
1: Pounded <laughs> them. We beat them, I think, the year before. I mean, this is going to be three years in a row we, we go to Corvallis. Um, so, I mean, recent history is good, but just slightly older history is not. Uh, you know, the... The what year was it? 2014, right after mm-hmm. the Notre Dame game. Yeah, that's the one that really jumps out. Um, but there was an ugly loss in 2008 up there with the Rogers um,
0: brothers. I remember one that yes, was bad.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, like it's just not been a pleasant destination for asu especially you know late in the season now last year's was you know last year's was really late it was it was the very last regular <laughs> season game of the college football season in fact mid-december um but uh yeah that, it, that's scary I'm, I'm picking it as a win um
0: i have it as a win too I...
1: yeah yeah so you've got us you've got us pulling off the the, the pack northwest sweep
0: yeah Okay. I we I have us being. I wish I could be
1: that confident.
0: I have us being unable to sweep the state of Utah, uh, but <laughs> but sweeping That's our true. Pac-12 North opponents. That's
1: true. Well, I, I, you know, I wish I could be that confident. I, you know, I remember when the schedule was first announced, and I believe one of my, you know, one of the first things I said to you was, liked a lot about it, but that back to back in November, you know, Washington, and Oregon State makes me nervous. It well, still
0: does. And, uh, am i correct know. do i remember it right that they put the way it works is they put three schedules to a vote and we were we vo- so. we voted against this schedule because of that i think so <laughs>
1: i think so yes it does sound familiar yeah yeah so i mean that's it's tough i mean first of all just on sheer amount of travel you know you fly to seattle which is a 3 hour plus flight from here you come back, you practice, and then you fly to Oregon, which is a close to three hour flight from here. And that, you know, it's not the easiest. Um, granted, they're you know they're not flying you know a rickety jet or anything like that, but it's it's not the easiest travel. Um, and and the weather obviously factors in both of those places. Going to be cold. You could get rain. You could potentially get you know sleet or snow. Um, it, you know, it's it's tricky. But I uh, you know I don't think I was higher in Oregon State. I think than you were. Mm-hmm. Um I think I have them as maybe a you know bull team 6 and 6 uh, around there which would be big for them that'd be a step
0: yeah
1: uh but I I think we should win that game it comes it comes back to I'm going to repeat it over and over I have like a, a, a good team that we're supposed to be wins a game like that yeah you, you just you find a way might be ugly I... you, you might have to you know win it Seventeen to fourteen, if it's a driving rainstorm, but
0: you yeah. find a way. I mean, Clemson has won games in hurricanes. They've yeah. gone, they've gone up into the snow in the northern part exactly. of that conference. Exactly. You just, yes. You know, yes.
1: You find a way.
0: You know. And I'm not I mean, saying uh, we're going to be Clemson, but
1: no, you know, no, but uh, you know, you that's that's what that's what the top teams do. You you have off nights. You have tough road games, and you find a way to win those games. And and if this ASU team this year again. Not, not worried about next year. we worry about next year. Next year is is up to the expectations. Then they should win games like this and BYU and UCLA. I mean, those are those are the ones of, of the five road games. To feel like you know, if you're a, if you're a ten win team, which is how I have us finishing, you win those games. You have to to get to ten
0: wins. Clearly. Well, and I have us as a ten win team. Also, we end Senior Day, the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend against Arizona. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a sad day, because the odds of us winning by 63 points again... 63 points, I know, yeah. It's low. It's low. It Um, really is. It really is.
1: But we've won, what, four in a row now, right? Yeah. 17, 18, 19, 20. Um, Last loss was the the huge, embarrassing failure of of 2016 when they didn't pass the ball in the second half, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess... The game
0: that got Graham fired...
1: Basically. A year later, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, it, he ended up getting fired after beating them to start this four-game win streak. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, I, I think we should win that. I mean, I know, I know, there's some seemingly positive feelings about Jed Fish. Um, you know, we'll we'll see if that bears fruit. You know, it's always easy to be positive before a guy coaches a game, um, but you know, maybe a little bit of life. But it's still a big time rebuild there. Uh, you know he, he's not coming in and you know flip the switch in a year. Uh, but, you know if he if he has success, it's going to be two or three years from now. I would say so. Should win that game. Probably not seventy to seven. One would imagine that they show a little bit more life and fight and all of that. But um, you know that's that's a game you you finish out strong and you you beat them again.
0: Yeah. Um, look, the Jed Fish could be the second coming of Bear Bryant. Yeah, the cupboard is empty. It the, is. the guy it has is. to shop for the groceries, right? To right. to know, make and him and and the and second and coming of Bill Parcells is. instead.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and that doesn't happen in one year in football, no matter where. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Saban had a six and six season to start out at Alabama, uh, you know, and then the next year they were twelve and one or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's 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 not. You know, I don't see them being much of a threat this year. Now a rivalry game is always dicey. We we've, we've lost to bad Arizona teams in the past. Uh, when even years we were good 2004 first mm-hmm. first Arizona game when we were up here, you know, we, we were 8 and 2, they were 2 and 8, we lost. So it, it can happen, but uh, yeah, I've got that as a win and that gets us to 10 and 2, which to me is is uh, acceptable About right. Yeah. It's an acceptable yeah, I mean, outcome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I don't even know if 9 and 3 so I, I thought about this, and I'll pose it to you: Would you rather have, if, you, if these were your the only two choices, you go ten and two, and you finish second in the South to an eleven and one USC or Utah, whoever, or you go eight and four, six and three in conference, and you win the South by virtue of a tiebreaker?
0: I'd rather. Mm, oof. I can tell uh, you my answer. Well, I know it, well, but let I me get let your me, answer first. Let me play this out so if we win the south and we beat let's just call it oregon so i didn't give you that i mean you well can, no but you i'm trying to play it out to get to, to that po- yeah. i'm trying to play it out because look if okay. we if we don't win the south we don't go you know our best bowl is what alamo alamo yeah if we win the whole pack 12 is our best bowl still the alamo no we
1: go to the rose bowl right it's not a playoff game this year.
0: I guess that's true.
1: So, I mean, if, if the winner of the I, Pac-12 I, does not go to the playoff, they go to the Rose Bowl. I bet. I mean, that should be the case, at least.
0: Then I would take getting the chance to play one yeah. game for the Rose Bowl.
1: Yeah. See, I think I would take the first. I think I would rather go – I mean, now, granted, but under your scenario, if we go on and win the Pac-12 at that 8-4 record and we go, you know, 9-4, am I going to, you know – not buy the t-shirt that says Pac-12 champions. Am I going to not go to the Rose Bowl? No, I'm going to do those things. Uh, but to me, I'm, I'm kind of one of those where, like, I'm not measuring this season on how we compete with the other five teams in the division. Because what if the division sucks? Yeah. Which it has. You know, like, I mean, what if the division stinks? So I don't want to say, like, okay, my expectation is to win the South. It is, but it's not my only expectation. You know, I, if that makes sense. Um, I, I would, I would rather be a ten-win team, and boy, USC is just—they're great. They have a great year. They go eleven and one, and you feel like, oh, okay, that stinks. You know, we we didn't get to the title game, but we acquitted ourselves well. Rather than backing into the title game at eight and four or seven and five, which has happened. With yeah. Team. I mean, not with us, but it, it's happened in the Pac-12
0: South. Yeah.
1: I I don't know. I mean, it's like. Okay, under your scenario, we go on and win the Pac-12 title game. That's different.
0: Well, it's not I, for I, me. It's not even I, I mean, the scenario. Again, it's, it's the, the opportunity. The hypothetical. It's for me. It's the opportunity to compete for the Rose Bowl.
1: Sure, sure, and I agree. I mean, again, uh, you know, in the moment, would I, you know, refuse to, you know, would I be like, well, we're not really a good team, and I don't care what happens? No, of course I'm going to be, you know, invested, and I'm going to want us to win, and I'm going to celebrate if we do, and all of that. But I just—I uh, guess on the on the chance that that happens and we go and get you know outclassed in the Pac-12 title game, we finish eight and five.
0: That's that's an underwhelming season. Yeah,
1: and that's why I say a South title alone isn't enough. A South title and ten wins probably is enough. Yeah, I'd I probably would be happy with
0: that. I agree. It you know, if we get to ten wins, regardless of how the chips fall. Out of our control, right, right. That's a that's a good season. Now, the reason why I would want to play for the Rose Bowl and why I did, the, you know, part and I sure. and tell me if this entered your calculus is yeah. what we're staring down the barrel of potentially, you know, next year yeah, losing yeah. losing two linebackers, three O linemen, one yeah. of the running backs, the quarterback, the entire starting secondary. And presumably all of our coaching staff.
1: Possibly the entire. Yeah, I mean, I think it's in play at least that we have an entirely new staff. I doubt it at this point, but but it's not it's not ruled out. Well,
0: That's there's the one truth, guy right, who can know? make it so we have an entirely new staff because if Herm leaves, they're not giving the job True. to Pierce.
1: True. True. You're right. You know. So, it, I mean, I shouldn't say I doubt it. I doubt it is probably too strong. I don't. Right now, that wouldn't be my bet. I'd say. 70% chance that Herb's back next year but that leaves a 30% chance that he's not and then we have to clean house and you know so it, it's definitely in play Um I, you know does it enter my, my calculus in a way it does but in a way I can say even stronger that makes me say well let's let's have the 10 win season because then you feel like well at least we had one
0: we had something to show for it
1: season yeah now the, the argument against what I'm saying and for what you're saying is, well, if you don't win the division, what is a ten, you know a 10 win season and 75 cents will get you a bottle of soda at a vending machine? And that's true. And you know, I like if you, if you don't have a division title, you don't have a conference title, obviously, is does a 10 win season you know keep you warm at night? No. but at the same time, I guess for me it would it would be like, well, okay, we, we
0: actually had a good season. A 10win season feels like a good year. Yeah, and we're due An eight for win one. An eight-win season doesn't. Yeah. It just
1: doesn't, you know? like I mean, and and we've seen it in the Pac-12 South. We've seen teams win the division at eight wins, seven wins. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, that's, yeah. That, I mean, I don't think that'll happen. I think USC and Utah and UCLA are, are good enough as well that you're going to probably need at least nine to win the division. But, I, you know, it's in play that that's not the case.
0: Yeah, well, it's entirely feasible that, you know, six and three and everyone round robins right. each other. Right. You know. Right. And that would leave me feeling
1: a little hollow, I guess. Now that feeling would go away. If you, you know, six days later, you win the Pac 12 title game. You're in the Rose bowl. Uh, that's a different story. Uh, you know, a, a Rose bowl appearance is something that no matter how you get there, that, that ASU should not ever, you know, look down their nose at, or at least not at this stage of ASU. Yeah. Maybe it, Maybe decades from now, we'll be good enough to say like, oh, "Rose Bowl." Eh.
0: Yeah, but, if we were mid two thousands USC, where we could right, where we could right. look ourselves in the mirror and say, "Well, that's the minimum."
1: Oh, just another Rose Bowl. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, but but we're not in that position, and so yeah, if we were to get there, that would feel like something. You know, but I I guess the the, the biggest thing I want from this season is just when it's all said and done, is to feel like, man, this was a this was a pretty special year. Doesn't, you know, uh, how you define that, tough to put a number on it right now. Tough to put, you know, um, but I I just, I want this to be, you know, we, we obviously it's it's a long-term project. We might get back to it in the off season. I think we've gotten up through the 2010 season in reviewing our ASU seasons. Mm -hmm. I want this to be right there, if not number one among the years. This is year 18 now for us since we started as freshmen. Uh, you know, if we're ranking them after this season, uh, I want this to be one, two, or three at minimum.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get with that.
1: 07 and thirteen, probably the only ones that that would be in the mix.
0: Yeah, I I'm with you. I would. I'll tell you this: I would sign up right now for nine and three and winning the South for sure. I don't know.
1: I mean. So, so under that scenario, I'd mean, before I say I wouldn't. Is this one of those like that the genie comes out of the bottle and says you can take nine and three winning the south, or you can take your chances? It might be better. It might be worse.
0: Yes, You're, you you get taking my chances. Okay, I am. I would I would take nine and three and winning the south. What if I told you that it was nine and three, but we were. Only two conference losses, that we, we got sniped in, in, in BYU, BYU in, a, in a muddy, messy game. Yeah. And, and I gave you a guaranteed Arizona victory. <laughs> so like, you don't even have to stress. You can watch the whole game without stress.
1: I mean, I like that. Uh, that, that, that appeals to me. But I, I still think I take my chances just because I. It, it goes back to what you said about five minutes ago, that the future seems so uncertain. And, and so it's like, man, I, uh, you know, I, I just, if you said nine and three or take your chances, you could go 11 and one, you could go five and seven. I'm saying, yeah, go ahead. Let me, let me play the game. Let me, let me play the lottery. I'm going to, I'm going to see what comes up.
0: Okay. I, Hey, I support you. I think that's great. You're Mr. Vegas. It's,
1: it's, it's, uh, I mean, to use Dabo Swinney, it's all in for this year. It's all in. Like, you know, a nine and three will will just leave me feeling a little bit hollow, a little bit, uh, 10 and two might very well leave me feeling a little hollow. depends how we get there. You know, if we go 10 and two, but we start 10 and oh, well, that's not going to feel like a great season if you, you know, or something like that.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: or if we go 10 and two, but the two losses are blowouts and you're like, wow, we were a long ways from being, you know, a 12 and oh team or something like that, you know, like I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say before the season starts. You know, seasons have their own character, and and you see where things go, and you play teams that are better than you expect, and teams that aren't as good as you expect. Uh, you know, it it you never know how it's going to unfold. But I don't know, man. I just uh, I have such expectations for this year, even more so since what May or whatever when the NCAA story came out, because. Mm-hmm. Um, because back in February March I you know we ain't talked about it I had expectations for this year so did you but I think there was also that feeling of like hey we're building something pretty good here
0: yeah this could become well. a this could become you know the south version of Oregon where we're yeah. pulling like a a top 25 recruiting class every year every year yeah and
1: so it was like well okay you know I, there was still the pressure of we got to start getting it done this year but under that outlook, I probably would have taken the 9-3 and three and win the South because I would have thought, all right, we are starting to get it done. We are we are taking a step further down the road, and we're going to keep recruiting well, and we're going to keep doing this. And by 22, 23, 24, 9-3 and three is going to feel like a disappointment. But now feeling like 22, 23, who knows? It's like, man, nine, if 9-3 and three is the peak of the Herm years – isn't that going to feel like just a tad bit of a letdown? I think it will to me.
0: Oh, it'll put him behind the Graham years.
1: It certainly would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Graham had two 10 win seasons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Dennis had a 10 win season.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I would Dan, still put uh, this uh, ahead of the Dennis era. I would too. I, <laughs> I mean,
1: I was going to say, I don't want to just say, you know, well, Dennis is better because he had one good season. He also had four crap seasons.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know. But, but I would say right season. now, the Herm era. Feels like the Cutter era. Yes, to this point, yeah. It's fine. We've had had some talent. we got some NFL guys.
1: Teased, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cutter teased. Cutter had a good year in 02. Uh, They made the Holiday Bowl with with Andrew Walter. He had a good year in 04. Uh, You know, could have been a really special year in 05, as we talked about. You know, that team had all the makings and it just fell apart for different reasons. But, yeah, never really paid off with a great season. There's not a season you look back at with Dirk 6 years that you're like, wow, that season was special. And that's what this year needs to be, I think for the Herb years because he might not get a second swing at the bat for a special season.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: So, we'll see, man. I can't wait to see it unfold. Let, let's let's I don't want to end on this note, but maybe we will end on, on this note. Worst case scenario.
0: Hey, that's what's it for us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what, what's the record? Like, like doomsday scenario. All right. Well, what, let, what, let me let me run through it in a doomsday scenario.
1: And obviously, worst case is we lose every game. Yeah,
0: I mean, but, you know, but, but realistically. Realistic worst case. Yeah. So, yeah. two-in-one non-conference. Lose to UCLA. Lose to Utah. Lose to USC. Finish, you know, fourth in the South.
1: So, you, so what?
0: That'd be seven and five. Yeah, I mean, I think you you lose. Yeah. I think you lose to BYU, UCLA, Utah, USC, and Washington. And Washington, yeah. So okay. you okay. you know okay. you, well, you well have that. four conference yeah. losses. You finish seven and five. You know the Arizona games. Uh, you know if that goes yeah. belly up because it's a rivalry game and you quit right. on the on the season and you right. go six and right. six. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because we're, I mean, I suppose really worst case
1: is, you know, you, you start 2 and 1, you lose to Colorado, you lose to UCLA, and then you have guys start, you know, leaving the team, and it just really
0: well, unravels, we Or, you know? At, you know, or how about, you know, we're 6 and, in this scenario, we're 6 and 4 going into the final two weeks, and we announce right. that we're self uh, self banning from a bowl. <laughs> you, know? you know, it's funny you say that because I was even thinking as I was looking, I'm like,
1: almost even said, if we lose to UNLV, we should just put ourselves on on bowl ban right then and there. Yeah. Like, just just do it. Just pull an LSU from last year, and we're self-imposing a postseason ban. Yeah, but all right, let's 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 end on a slightly higher.
0: Can we can we retroactively say that declining the bowl last year was our postseason ban we should, for our we should. COVID? That's a two year, yeah,
1: exactly. We, if we do it
0: this year too, mm-hmm. I, that's a two-year bowl ban.
2: We're good now, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh. All right.
1: More positive note. I think. Not necessarily stats, but how does how does Jaden Daniel's season go? What's what's our what's our end result? Does he win an award? Is he all conference? I think. Is he an NFL draft pick. Where, where do we see him?
0: I think he's all conference, at least second team. Okay. Um. I think that you see him, you know, this is going to sound pejorative, but I don't mean it to be. I yeah. think you're going to see him find a, a rhythm as a game manager where he's yeah. not taking off sprinting all the time. We're relying on the running backs. I, I also think that his stats are going to look really good on non-wide receiver targets. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that the I'm running totally backs great, yeah. and and hopefully this new tight end group um, yeah. will it's be supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. will be a big bonus to him. I, I and I think I, mean, we saw it last year with white and train They can catch passes and they can make things yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't bother me if white is the leading
1: receiver, at least in terms of receptions. I like that. I'm okay with that based on what I see from what he did. And stuff, like, I, I mean, I'd like to see a receiver or two
0: step up and be that guy, but it's but... DJ Foster. Yeah, exactly. You know, if yeah. they, if yeah. they, you know, I think best case scenario, and and the years line up too for this is you have yeah. a Grice Foster type emergence from White and Trainum. Yes. yes. And and you yeah, just man. have you know you can split one of them, you can put them both in the backfield and split either one of them out wide, or yeah. you can you know hand off and run options, and you can swing the ball out to either side, and and right. you got right theoretically, right, you've got the offensive line to do this.
1: You should, yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, I I always think back to, um, you know, higher level. Obviously, I'm not saying these guys are this good. But a LaDainian Tomlinson, I think he had a year where he had 100 catches. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not going to have 100 catches in college probably. But, you know, if if Rashad White has 75 receptions and that's the leading total, I think that's okay for this team. I think it's probably a good thing.
0: I well, I think that would also comfortably lead the team because I I don't know that you're going to get a receiver averaging seven catches. Probably not. A, probably and if you maybe, do, yeah. isn't yeah. it almost a lock to be Bunkley Shelton at this point?
1: Probably, probably, yeah. I mean, seventy-five might be too uh, might be too high a number, honestly. No,
0: but even sixty, know, but I, you know, just it, under yeah. six a game, yeah. it would be. Yeah, agreed, it it should agreed. be part of the offense. It, it just should be part of the offense to get the ball in the running back's hands. However you can, if they, yeah, wa- you know, sure. if they want to throw in a goal line package, that's an, a shotgun into an option read. I would yeah. love that. I'm okay. With the, know, and yeah, And I don't I mean, agree. I, I, I mean like, I don't mean a traditional read option. I mean, you know, you snap it to him with the running back on either side. One guy uh-huh. runs a dive. He decides whether to give it to him. And the, and then he and the running back run a sweep the other way. A, a
1: pitch, Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I mean, those that appears to be the most talented position group on our offense. I think offensive line should be pretty good too. But I mean, with with White, train him and Nada, who's gotten you know some, some good buzz. He seems and, to be healthier this year.
0: And, and uh, DJ Davidson is the fourth running right. back, and also like the the sixth Cameron corner. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, you know. So
1: yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, you know. So I I think for me. So going going back to Daniels, we've done in the past, we've ranked our quarterbacks. At the end of this season, is Jaden Daniels the number one quarterback since we started here? No. You don't think so? Okay, that I would be disappointed if he's not. I, I'm not saying he's gonna be, but to me, like, that's what I expect.
0: I think that this single season could be the best single season we see. Yeah. I will say that. I, I don't I, I guess what I'm going off of is he would have to show me a lot for me to say, if you told me one game, college quarterback, who do you pick for me to pick him? Because I'd over Taylor Kelly. Exactly. because yeah. the you know, I guess if he finds a stunning level of high end consistency, right. right. Then it'd be him. But it, it, the knock for me on him has been and continues to be. He is maddeningly inconsistent. He yeah. he will have three drives in a row it. where he's just throwing darts and and tucking things into tight windows, yeah. and yeah. then he'll launch a ball into the bench, spike a uh, spike a ball, and then take off running too quickly and and get tackled for a three yard game.
1: I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I mean, I can't I can't argue a word of that because I felt the same way. I, I my only. Not argument, but counter is just that, like, that's part of my expectation level is that, that that ceases this year. Not to say he's gonna, you know, he's not gonna complete 90% of his passes, but that that inconsistency goes away. Now, am I concerned that it's already been mentioned, you know, in one of herbs, you know, like he's he's got to improve on his, you know, ball placement. Like, yeah, that's the problem. That's been the problem. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that that does concern me a little bit. Yes. And depending on what I see the first two or three weeks, it might concern me a lot more. Um, because, yeah, I just I think he's got to be more consistent. And, hey, if he wants to be, and we know he does, you know, he's, he's mentioned this, I know, you know, he wants to be an NFL quarterback. you got to be able to put the ball where it's supposed to be. And
0: and, you unless know, you, you want the Packers to trade up for you in the first <laughs> round. <training.
1: laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see on that kid. Who knows? But, but and, no, you know, I, and, and, and you're right. I mean, there are, there are some who, you know, they get through and it's like, boy, what did somebody see? This guy, you know, um, but you know, the, the, to me that the biggest attribute of a quarterback is accuracy. Can you, can you put it where your guy can catch it? And that's it. Yeah. Um, and, and his has been hit or miss. There's times it looks great. There's times he's in rhythm. He's he's dropping back. He's hitting the first target. He's you know he's right on it. But it's it's not frequent enough, and it needs to be more frequent.
0: Well, let's let's go through. Let's wrap up with some quick hitters on on uh, what we think. Will someone emerge from the receiving room to be a guy? Whether it's I sure hope so. uh, Thompson from Utah, or one of the freshmen, or or redshirt freshmen or Pearsall. Yeah,
1: yeah. boy. Pearsall's an interesting name. I mean, I don't. Did you read Haller's? You know, thing about he could be the number one receiver. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that's that's not something I expected. But you know, whoever it is, I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, I, I would like it to be Johnny Wilson or Bunkley Shelton, I guess, because they were so highly touted. Um, yeah. You know, you feel like those should be your guys.
0: Or but, Elijah uh, Badger, after hearing Badger, all year right. how great he looked Nobody in practice. Is.
1: I was worried when he
0: was missing practice
1: at the beginning of the fall, but it appears he's back in the fold. So, um, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I think that somebody's going to be, you know, Nikhil, Harry, or Jalen Strong. No, I don't. I don't see that. But if we get, you know, two or three of these guys that we can rely on game in and game out, I think we're in pretty good shape. Um, whether it's Wilson, Bunkley, Shelton. Badger, Chad Johnson, you know, I know Herb mm-hmm. had some nice things to say about him as well, but he, you know, is healthier, and, uh, you know, Pearsall, uh, we still have Jordan Porter, I think, right, yeah. he's still around, um, you know, Andre Johnson, there's been some, you know, he's a spring practice darling, Thompson, I mean, that's eight guys right
0: there, so well, and it feels three like three of
1: those to be solid, uh, hopefully?
0: I, I know this is, I, I, I'm talking from... Reading, not from knowing. Yeah, but you you always hear on the NFL shows and things how you got to build it like a basketball team that you got to have guys who do right. different things. Well, Thompson's the blow the lid off guy, and Bunkley Shelton's your possession receiver, and Badger's yeah. your elite route runner, and uh, Wilson's your big red zone yeah, target. Wilson's yeah. Wilson's yeah. the you can't coach being six seven. Right. You know. Right. Right. I and mean, Wilson's a guy that I really. He needs we'll to be better. a big leap. Yes, a, a big step
1: forward. I mean, I, there was only four games last year, and he got off to a really bumpy start in that USC game. He just looked very unnatural, and there wasn't enough time to, to see that really progress. He had a couple nice moments. Think he had a, didn't he have a touchdown against U of A?
0: Yeah, um, when he had, like, a um, crazy catch uh, in the UCLA game. UCLA game,
1: right. You know, so he showed a little bit. that That's a guy that, given the the, you know, pedigree he came in with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got him, we, we stole him from Oregon five-star kid by some sources. Like that's a yeah. guy I want to see take a big step. It, you know, I don't yeah. necessarily think he's going to beat Nikhil Harry here, but if he can be much closer to that than he was last year, that's huge.
0: He needs to it's, be final season, Jarrell Robinson and not every other yeah, season, Jarrell Robinson.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I would, I would agree. So Yeah, I hope so. Um, I mean, that's, you know, there's there's no lack of options when it comes to receiver. Then you throw in the running backs, the tight ends. Like, we should not, I hope, we should not find ourselves in week three or four with like, well, boy, we've only got, you know, two guys we can rely on to catch passes. That definitely should not be the case.
0: Yeah, I, for me, with Wilson, what I want to believe is that he spent so much time thinking last yeah. year. And that and that's why like he was able to make some spectacular catches right. because those right. are just reaction like see ball get ball. Do not, it. Right. You know, right. not all right, I need to pivot on my fourth step because that the ball's already going to be out. I need right. to make sure and then right. by the time he turns around the ball's already whistled past him. Yeah, like, which is how it
1: looked at USC. Yeah. Yeah, USC game I remember and and part of that could have been on Daniels.
0: You Although know, the, and ball, all the ball certainly felt like it was where it was supposed to be with Daniels. It did. It
1: did. And he just looked unnatural. He looked like he was, I, I mean, I think I said this to you back then, you know, he looked like he was a little kid learning how to catch, <laughs> just yeah. trying to figure out, where do I put my hands? Uh, how do I do this? And it just did not look good for a, for a kid who came in with such, you know, highly touted ability at wide receiver. Like, boy. Did this guy catch passes in high school or was he just tall? Yeah. Uh, you know, but then you saw a little bit of it the next three games. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful to see more from him. And, and I just I mean, the one thing I, I keep going back to is, you know, for those freshmen last year, we didn't have a spring ball. We didn't have summer. You couldn't get together and throw. Um, you know, we had we start fall and then the season gets canceled. Then the season's back on. Then we play one game and have it, you know, stop for three weeks. You know, like if yeah. you want to come up with a, a litany of reasons why a freshman would struggle, there, there were. So I, I, I want to I chalk that up to just like a hey, perfect storm. Nothing good happened in 2020 for this group. But those excuses don't hold this year. We yeah. did have a spring ball we did have the ability to get together over the summer and learn each other's body language and and rhythm and and how the ball comes out and all that. So, you know, if it still looks like that this year, then I'm thinking uh, he might be a bust.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's flip over defensive side of the ball. Does the secondary do what everyone thinks it'll do and, and just, you know, dictate game flow? And uh, force yeah. teams to what do run. You think? I don't think so. I'm, I don't either. I'll I, 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 I oh, be negative, but I don't either. Yeah. I I think that best case scenario for this is we we become surprisingly good at Ben don't break. Yeah. You know we yeah. we we, yeah. we make teams because this was the hallmark of you know most of the good defense that we have played under Gonzalez and and since. Right. is okay well if you can score after holding the ball for 12 plays good for you right, right. that's what i want this team to do i agree because i agree I, I think you. there's enough talent in the front seven to create pressure to to make problems and run games mm-hmm. and you know the back four or the back five and front six however we're doing it this year sure, sure. um should be good I you know I I I think it's hard because I think the secondary is you know you're not allowed to do anything anymore defensively so Uh, yeah so that's Uh, yeah there's an issue one of the things
1: I was gonna say too yeah
0: but I, you know I think they'll I think they'll be as good as you can be as a secondary I I still think that means they're gonna give up a lot of touchdowns but I do too
1: I do too and part of that is just the nature of college football I mean, even even a you know, the SEC, which for years has been known for its great defense. How many teams in the SEC feel like they play dominant defense? Not Alabama. They've they've won you know two national titles in the last four years, but not with dominant defense. No, they've won with pretty good defense and great offense. Mm-hmm. Tua and Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs and Devontae Smith and Mac Jones and Najee Harris. I mean, you know, they've changed their colors. And this year they're expected to be pretty good on defense. But even still, like it's just that's not the way the game's played anymore. If you're defense dominant, you're gonna get beat. Maybe not a lot, but but somebody's gonna be able to score enough points to beat you. So and and the Pac twelve, you know, there's good offenses. I mean you got you got good you know, it's it's not it's not a vintage selection of, of quarterbacks in the Pac twelve like we've seen in recent years. There's no Andrew Luck, there's no Sam Darnold, it doesn't appear at least. Um, but you know, USC has good offense. UCLA has a good offense. Washington state, like we talked about, they can put up a lot of points. Uh, you know, there's, there's teams that will spread you at Oregon state, you know, they can put up a lot of points, Oregon, obviously, you know, so like, you're not, you're not gonna hold teams to 14 points in the pac 12 and, yeah. and really anywhere. I mean, the SEC, you used to do that. You used to see those games, you know, what was it, 9-6, LSU and Alabama in 2011. Those games are long gone. 2019, mm-hmm. it was, what, 45 to 38 between the same two teams. So, the the, the game has changed. and So, no, I, do I expect them to dominate? No, I don't think that's possible. But I, I think they should be pretty good. You know, and, and pretty good should be good enough.
0: Will there be anyone on the defense who you watch this year and you say, that guy joins the conversation with maybe not Terrell Suggs, but Carl Bradford, Will Sutton, like guys I who you. Erwin Robertson. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he's got the the potential, the the best potential to be that, because we saw it as a freshman and we saw it in the brief junior year that he can be a game wrecker. He can affect. He can rush the passer. He can stop the run. He can defend the pass. You know, he, I mean, you could see him have a game where he has an interception, a forced fumble, a sack and 10 tackles. That's, that's all in play for him very easily. Um, and, and so I, I think, you know, it's hard to say with him because 2019 was such a just mysterious absence here that you don't feel great about saying that. But he'd be the one, if we have one like that, he'd be the one i picked. pick.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's him. You know, the the guy to me who is not a great comparison as an ASU person, but mm-hmm. it doesn't Butler seem like he could be like Scooby Wright or that guy Evan something from Cal, number 89? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he's yeah. just, you know, he's just everywhere all the time. I, it could know. be,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like him. I think he's,
0: he's, he's not, not an NFL guy. He's too small. No.
1: And he's not as spectacular. Like Robertson to me has the ability to have those spectacular games and I don't expect that 12 times. You know, I mean, that's unrealistic. Nobody does that, but to have those games where you're like, Oh my God, he is, he's the best in mean, the USC last year. He had that fourth down stop. He had an interception, I believe in that game. Like he looked like he was back. And obviously we only had three more games after that. So there wasn't enough to really judge, but it, you know, he's the guy. And I, I, another one, you know, not what stays healthy. Cause that's been a big one, but Tyler Johnson, he yeah. was a, he was a, you know, wrecking ball last year. And you know, you, you read the practice reports, he's doing the same thing in practice. He's all over the place. Uh, you know, he, I think he has that, you know, could he have a 12 to 15 sack season? I think it's, it's in play, at least.
0: Well, that you know, of all of the moves Herm has made, that defensive line coach from Minnesota, yes, seems has to be really good. Seems to I mean, be he looked good last year, paying yeah, the biggest yeah. dividends.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it's going to be tested a little more than we might have might have expected without Lole for most of the season, at least. Um, but you know, Mattis was good last year. Uh, you you know this this Norman Lott kid. Is you know, uh, we talked about getting really good buzz in practice. Tyler Johnson is that the LSU transfer Travez Moore seems to have kind of turned the corner since spring. Mm-hmm. Spring felt like they were you know he was kind of treading water, but getting getting much better reviews it appears so far. So there's there's enough bodies there that it you know again I'm not saying losing low lane ain't gonna matter, but it it shouldn't be crippling. Well, that's that the thing. When we saw he was hurt, I said, "I think this could be crippling." And then I've looked at it more, and I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't think it should
0: be." Well, and this is something you and I have talked about with with ASU. Out, you know, and we talked about it today. Outside of Daniels, yeah, everywhere could spring one leak. It feels yeah.
1: like, yeah, I mean, some places
0: could spring a couple. But
1: the secretary is a great example. Like, it's possible. I think that we might have more talent. On the second line of the secondary, than the starting group. Now, not the experience, not the you know. Obviously, Lucas been around a lot, Jones, and but I mean
0: those those backup corners. That that was the centerpiece of our recruiting class. Yeah,
1: Johnson and Hill,
0: right? Yeah, Isaiah
1: Johnson and Tommy Hill. um, I
0: mean Tommy Hill. The way they talk about Tommy Hill, if you just went on who they thought could get the W, he might be starting. And, yeah. and, and, and it yeah. makes – I'll tell you what he gives me confidence about is if if uh, Jack Jones goes knucklehead. Right, which he certainly He's,
1: could because he has in the past. So,
0: Including yeah. last season. Right, right. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of depth at corner. I mean, it's nice to have Chase
1: Lucas and Jack Jones, but you got the what? Tamarcus Davis is the kid from Baylor.
0: Yeah, oh, T. Lee. Last
1: year when Jones went knucklehead.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, T. You Lee. Know,
1: right right um mm-hmm. you know then the two freshmen like i mean mm-hmm. there's there's a lot there and, and clark too right
0: clark Jordan one clark. of the one of the markums i believe is a corner right.
1: right you know so there's uh there's a lot there and and so yeah i mean that does feel like a position where i mean obviously you hope not but you could withstand an injury or a discipline or whatever and and not really be in bad shape
0: i'll I'll end on this because we've talked about it before this season has a lot riding on it, and there's a lot of issues. Yeah. Any academic or late to practice discipline, yeah, should be ignored. I mean, to me, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna pay tribute to the to the late great Bobby Bowden, who who said you know about Sebastian Janikowski, you know, uh. uh Guy that good, you slap him on the wrist, and uh, you know, third stringer, you suspend him for a game. That yeah. should probably be the mo for this. Team. <laughs> I mean, I hate <laughs> to say it, but there's a, there is everywhere. There is a sliding scale of justice. How good you are versus what you did.
0: Well, and the disparity and, between you and the next guy.
1: Right, right. How, yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. How
0: replaceable you are is yeah. probably the better way to put it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you you gotta
1: you gotta walk a fine line there. Because you can't, you know, you don't want the inmates to run the asylum. Well, you, can't become, the, you
0: can't become and, the you can't become the U part
1: two. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I'm with you, but like, if you start having guys show up late to practice and stuff, you you gotta you gotta do something. But I agree. Like this, uh, yeah, this is not the year to take a moral
0: stand. This is the year to win games. Yeah. And,
1: and I gotta think that we're not alone in thinking that
0: oh yeah well and and the thing is i'm you know to be clear i'm not advocating at all that you go tom osborne and say Mm -hmm. well the best place for him is with the team (laughs) no no the best place for him was in in prison um (laughs) yeah yeah. but you know but if it's a hey it turns out jaden daniels has been skipping his english class okay who cares? Well, uh, let's let I agree. Is he yeah. failing? He's not failing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, and, and again, I listened to you know what Ray Anderson said. We're focused on this season, and you know, it's like I I think from top down, there's a realization that you got to get it done this year,
0: not next year, because there might not be a next year for for any of them. Release. I mean, you know,
1: we'll, we'll have a football team next year, but it might not look
0: much like this team. Well, and, and we've talked about this the other way, about if things go well, but everyone leaves, yeah. we could go in the transfer market. If things sure. go poorly, or the NCAA comes down, mm-hmm. there's not going to be any Tommy Hill next year. No, I don't. You know, he'll be right. playing for USC or You're Florida right. or Texas. Yeah, with the
1: immediate eligibility, if, if things go south for the program, yeah, those guys can leave. And I mean, you know, I'm like, it's going to suck for us as ASU fans if that happens. But overall, I think that's good.
0: You know, well, I think it's good for the players. The and, and frankly, program. frankly, I think it's good for the NCAA because you know what you don't ever have to do again? Death penalty. That's right. That just becomes right. a, a diet of natural causes. You exactly, get, yeah. You get yeah. dinged. You can have all the scholarships you want, but they can leave. Guys leave, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I agree. I agree. Is this So, I, I I think I know your answer. I think it's probably the same as mine. Is this Jaden Daniels' last season with ASU?
0: I think it For has to be. For one reason or another. I think it has to be. I think so, too. I, I think no, that I, th- 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 he, to me, and... Uh, as I ponder this in my head before I say it, I don't know no. if this is perfect or if this is super far off. This is Jahi Carson's sophomore season. Mm-hmm. Like, I he's right. he's ready to leave. We're going to need a whole bunch of change next year, one way or the other. Yeah. So, let's let's go. Let's, I think you're right. Yeah. Now, I'll
1: throw this out there. I'm not necessarily saying he goes to the NFL.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: There'd be the option of going to another place.
0: Yeah, you I just know, think I mean, we're but I, but I just think that this relationship has run its course, yeah, and, and he's yeah. no he's no fool, right? This is his right. best chance with ASU, right? Yeah, and I would say so. And I think what we are going to find in the next five years is that the Bagleys of the world are few and far between. If yeah. you are eligible to leave mm-hmm. and you've considered leaving, you're not coming back. I agree. Like you might I not agree. go pro, but you're not the 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 average, the modal outcome is you're gone. I agree. Yeah. And and, yeah, the, I... and frankly, the team should assume that. The the recruiting and the you know, look like you talked about i would be whoever is making the decision on either hiring a new coach next year or pierce if he's still in charge of recruiting i would be very quick to look at the ohio state roster for sure a, and just say sure. we have a starting role <laughs> yeah yeah oh i i mean and it won't
1: even be just them i mean there there will be there will be 20 or 30 starting caliber quarterbacks in the transfer portal this offseason, and another probably 20 or 30 number two worthy quarterbacks. So, you know, if you don't, whoever it is, whether it's this staff or another, if you don't see enough from Finn Collins, then you go get somebody else. And even if you
0: do like, as you say, even if you, you like you Finn Collins, you get yeah. somebody else and you say, yeah. Finn, you've been here for a year. You know, the playbook, this is your job right. to lose. By the way, that's the guy who's going to take it from you.
1: Right. right. I mean, there's plenty of examples of it around the country. Michigan went and got Allen Bowman from Texas Tech. He didn't win the starting job, but he's there. Uh, you know, Tennessee got two transfers. And they also have Harrison Bailey, who was a highly recruited quarterback of their own. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of examples. That's that's two out of probably 15 or 20. Uh, Utah, team we both picked to, to beat us, has three transfers. I mean, they have four cup co- Four scholarship quarterbacks, three of them are transfers from Big Twelve schools. So, yeah, it's it's quarterback free agency, and yeah, you cannot be you cannot be left at the table without a dance partner. Uh, you know you you gotta you gotta find somebody. So yeah, I, and and you know Daniels might be one of those guys. I mean, I hope he has a great year, and he's a first round pick, and he goes to the NFL. That'd be fantastic for all involved. Um, but if he has a middling year, and it feels like things are changing here. He would make a sexy addition probably for a lot of a lot of places would be lighting up to say, yeah, come on, take a three-year starter. Sure.
0: Yeah. I agree. Look, they're yeah. going to win 10 games. We don't even have to watch the season. You got to watch the season. You know why you got to watch the season? Figure out if we lose to USC or Washington. But yeah, right, we're, right. It, we're winning that, 10 games.
1: Right. And hopefully both of us are wrong. We win both. And we beat Utah. And we're 12-0. and 0.
0: Yeah. And we're gonna find all that out two weeks from tonight. Next week, we will uh, can't wait, nom- nominally preview the uh, the opener. Yes, uh, and, probably and... a lot more of talk just like this, though. In yeah. all honesty,
1: because yeah, I, I don't know about you. I don't have a wealth of Southern Utah knowledge. Um, uh, you know, I'll try to acquire just a little bit in the next seven days.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, but we shouldn't need it. That's mm-hmm. a that's a game we shouldn't need to know much about the opponent. They're, they're Southern Utah. They're an FCS team. We should win.
0: And that's that. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Talk about that. Talk about what else is going on in college football. Until then, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.